Masterpiece Women. Thank you for joining us again today. This is Tina Rains, and I'm the founder of Masterpiece Women, a movement of authentic women growing together and the podcast. And we're so excited to have Jessica Yarbrough on our podcast today. Jessica has a wealth of knowledge of building business and teaching women entrepreneurs, well, lots of entrepreneurs, how to get high-end clients. So welcome, Jessica. would love to hear a little bit about you and how you got started. Thank you so much for having me. So yeah, my, my background was in business. I actually built multiple startup companies, uh, took about a four-year break from all of that and, and traveled the world. And uh, then I ended up building a, my consulting business from the ground up into an international multi-million dollar company. And I enjoy helping people really step into owning their worth and understanding how to successfully market position themselves to be experts in their category and make a huge impact and of course, grow their bottom line. I love that. And how are you teaching? So let's start here. Do you deal with women and men? Cause I keep saying women cause we're women, but do you do men and women? Yeah. You know, I originally was just marketing to women. Um, you know, and I have many iterations of my business and I, I would always have men saying, Oh, can you help me too? And so I had a coach say to me a few years ago, probably like three or four years ago, why don't you let the market decide Jessica? And so I have more inclusive marketing, you know, to men and women. I still tend to have, well, I guess it's starting to balance out, but for a long time, I still had a predominantly female practice. And I would say it's, it's a little bit more even now. That's awesome. So how would you, you're talking about creating businesses and a lot of who you um, coach are other coaches and a lot of different type of entrepreneurs, correct? Yes. I mean, primarily I've coached lots of different kinds of entrepreneurs today. My focus typically is most people who have had a corporate job, you know, whether they were senior VPs or C-suite or directors, and they were done with the corporate life and wanted to launch their own business and they got some traction and, uh, but they're stuck. So, and I help them scale to the next level. I do have some people who maybe weren't in the traditional role that come into my program, but primarily I work with a lot of, you know, coaches, consultants, some agency owners, people who have knowledge, skills, expertise, and want to either market to individuals or they want to market to organizations. Excellent. And so I hear all the time from people, I, I help women start their own membership programs and Oftentimes the question is like, how do I charge? Because I don't think people will pay that. And it's a mindset shift they have to change. And I know you specialize in that. So I would love for you to share some practical advice of how do you break that mindset and really go to the next level where you are bringing in those high-end um, clients? Well, that's a great question. Well, first of all, I'm, it's pretty challenging to do it on your own. Like we all need a coach. We all need someone outside of ourselves to shine the, the mirror, you know, the whole shine the light and hold up the mirror onto our own greatness. We typically are blind to our own brilliance. And I've seen it more so with my female clients than men, that downplaying of your own gifts and not really owning your your credibility and your expertise. And I, as part of that is how I think we're just, we were raised as young girls or maybe how our society is built, but it seems to be a little bit more of a challenge for my female clients than my men. Men typically can step into that owning their worth a little bit easier. 
Um, but you know, part of it is, is working with someone who's been there and who can give you the confidence, you know, to even, here's what I tell people. You have a number in your mind of what you're worth. That's your number. You believe that that is what you're worth in your mind. And it is a self-imposed ceiling that you have put there. It is a limiting belief. It is not true. So the best way to overcome it, yes, I can teach you mindset and you know do all kinds of activities and exercises to help you break free. But the fastest way to break free from limiting beliefs is to prove to your subconscious mind that those thoughts just aren't real. And so if I can help you get really confident about who you are, your gifts, and put together something really amazing and teach you how to be effective at sales, and you go out there and sell it, well, now you've squashed that limiting belief. Now... there's nothing to argue with. Like, even if there's a little bit of residual doubt in the back of your mind, like maybe I'm not worthy. I can't, there's, there's nothing left to argue with. You've proven to your subconscious mind. And so what happens is a new level emerges and a new level and new level. And I've been through this over and over and over. And I will tell you this, that the only thing that every client has said to me when they finally step into selling something big, whether for them, that's 25,000 for some of my clients, that's 75,000 for some of my clients, that's a six figure deal. The only thing they say to me is I wish I would have done this sooner. Absolutely. I'll never forget the first time that I offered my services. I I was probably in my twenties to an organization was actually back then it was a healthcare staffing organization. And I knew what I wanted to charge, but I didn't think they would pay it. And I second guessed myself and right before I went in, I had been smart enough to get a coach. And when I said to him what I was doing, he goes, oh, no, 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 no. I said, but I can get the whole thing. He goes, you'll still get the whole thing. Don't do that to yourself. So I went in and there was a part of me that, oh, I'm going to lose this deal if I overprice myself. Can I tell you, not only did I get the deal, I got an exclusive because now I walked in knowing my value and that we were worth it. And it took me telling myself, you've got this, you know, and walking through that and breaking that barrier in my own head. And then we got it. We got the contract and we got an exclusive with that hospital where we were the only provider because they saw suddenly as this exclusive high-end high quality organization. And I do feel like oftentimes when it comes to these high-end clients, don't you, they, it, when your prices are lower, they don't respect you. They have no respect for you because they want to make more money. And if you're not making it, why would they get coaching from you? Or why would they get services from you? Absolutely. Which is why it's hard for a lot of people to even step into selling ultra high end if they've never even invested themselves because there's that gap with their authenticity, right? It's like, well, you've never invested. So it's like, we teach people our value, first of all, right? We teach people our value. So whatever you believe is what, you know, (laughs) what you're showing up and saying, this is who I am and what I'm worth is it's going to determine what people believe about you. And that was a hard lesson for me to learn. And I think a journey of being a woman and being an entrepreneur, Um, but you know, understanding how to position, like you said, and having that coach and who can really help you showcase your value and present it in a way that they're like, yeah, yeah, we we absolutely want to hire you. And I've done this over and over again for myself and for my clients. And, you know, it, there is a strategy behind it. And, uh, and when it does, it's, it's magic, right? It's like, it's, it's life-changing for entrepreneurs. 
So where are you coaching your clients to find these higher end clients? Like what would be your um, advice to them? You want to step up to the next level. How do they do that? Well, there's lots of facets behind that. So I would say it's a two-part question. One is first understanding what is your genius, right? It has to do with what you have to offer because before we can find clients, we need to know what kind of impact you're making and what your genius is. And what I found is a lot of people either they're, they're, they're marketing to the right people, but their pricing is way too low. You know, I had a client who, um, you know, had a very, very high level position in a very well-known company and was charging the same as another one of my clients who's been coaching for two years. Like that's a problem. So sometimes there is just, you're marketing the right people, but you're, you're not charging enough. You're positioned incorrectly. Right. And then sometimes you just need to go after a completely different market right? I had a client who was a corporate ex-corporate attorney and she was just marketing to the wrong people and uh, marketing to the wrong income people as well. And it wasn't until we realigned her that she was able to make six figure leaps in her revenue and going after a higher caliber market. So we need to know who you are, what problem you can solve, you know, what your solution is, and then we can package that solution and go after the right clients. And then as far as where your clients are, it really depends on your market. If you've done a deep dive, understanding who they are, you'll know where they're hanging out. For for my clients, I primarily teach LinkedIn because LinkedIn has 40% of all millionaires uh, on the platform. It has 61% of uh, people in the United States have a six-figure income. So it's a great place to market individuals. And then, of course, it's the number one B2B platform. So if you want to target people that are VPs or CEOs, you know, or um, HR, you know, uh, senior level HR leaders to bring you in, it's the perfect platform because that's where they are. It's a business platform and it's quite easy to target them. You just need to come, of course, with the right positioning and messaging to make sure your marketing is effective. Yeah. LinkedIn is such a powerful place. Um, I really didn't use any Facebook in my business prior, and it is a very interesting um, difference between the Facebooks and the the LinkedIn and the clients, you know, and especially in the entrepreneurial world, when you're dealing with coaching entrepreneurs, you know, oftentimes what I find is a lot of the Facebook people in these different groups they don't see the value in coaching. They don't see the value in community. Whereas you talk to an entrepreneur who has been successful, I can tell you, I would have never made my first million dollars without having a phenomenal coach and the community of CEOs around me that were all making a lot more money than I was and teaching me and I'm learning from them. So it's so imperative that we really pay attention to just what you said. So that's a great piece of advice. And let's talk a little bit about time, time Mm -hmm. management and um, having the freedom that you want. How, how do you encourage your clients to um, scale and regain their time freedom so that they can do the things that they're really passionate about? Well, that's a great question. I have clients come to me in two phases. One, they're either, you know, just trying to hit that quarter million dollars. And so they have a lot more time than money and they're, they're at the center of the business and wearing a lot of hats. So it's a different approach than where my clients come to me and they are what I call stagnant at specialization. They're around 300 to 600,000 and they're trying to go to a million. 
these people are typically very good at their delivery, which is why they're booked out. Um, and they have no time on their hands. They're typically doing, they don't have a scalable model and they are doing all the things in their business, but they have very little time. So we have to fundamentally restructure their business in order to take them out of the center if they want to break the million dollar mark. And, um, Part of that is sometimes repositioning them to go after a different caliber market. It's often streamlining. They typically have way too many offers and complexity built into the business. And so when we can move them into one, two, maybe three ultra high-end offers, um, that's going to create freedom for them, definitely raise their prices, um, and then really work on building the infrastructure, such as the right marketing and sales systems, uh, putting the right butts in right seats so that they're no longer driving everything and they can step into the role of true CEO and, uh, and have a team that they can trust and actually scale. So until we do that, you know, what I typically find is they can push a little harder. They're pretty much maxed out when they come to me and it's only going to influence their income, maybe 50,000. But if we want to two to four X their income, like we did, for example, for my client, Michelle, we have to make fundamental uh, changes to the strategy. And when you do that, you can, you can scale very quickly. It's amazing. Right? You can, you know, Go from a quarter million to a million in a year, but you're not going to do that if you don't change your strategy and have the right systems and team in place to, to help you get there. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I, I find so many of these solopreneurs, like you said, they're not the CEOs. They're the people doing all their own social media, all their own this, all, you know, they're trying to do everything. And I did that when I first started the online, just because I, I wasn't sure really what an online business was going to entail. And I always had a huge team in my offices and doing this was very different. And um, I very quickly found, oh, no, no, no. It's no different than having a brick and mortar business. You have to have a team. So we actually created a staffing team in Masterpiece Women. So if your clients end up needing help with virtual assistants that we have trained to now go out and do a lot of the marketing for us. So we're just just now going to really work on LinkedIn because the one thing I know about LinkedIn, I want to make sure that we do it all with excellence. So I try to do that in everything we do. Mm -hmm. However, Facebook's a little bit different when you're different dealing with those with a different clientele. And so I say, okay, let's let's wait till we've perfected this and (laughs) then we'll go out and we'll launch it. So we're excited. We have these amazing um VAs from the Philippines that are working for us and charging hardly anything to entrepreneurs and making a huge impact. So how would you suggest when we're talking about that and really reclaiming that time and not being having all the different hats, what are some of the key strategies that you actually help your clients implement to prevent these these types of situations and the model of being that solopreneur? Well, definitely you have to have a lead generation machine built out and you have to have control and predictability. So most people coming to me, they don't have that. You know, like I said, even if they have a great referral type business, they don't control that. And so we need to build predictability and consistency in your business. And so we need to build a lead gen gen machine that you can control. Meaning if I want more business, I, you know, I can 
spend X more on ads, or I can do X campaign, whatever it may be. So a lot of people don't have that fully flushed out and working. So they don't have any control. And if you don't have control, then you can't influence your bottom line. So that's one of the areas. And then typically you need to, of course, have your external marketing support, but you also need around 350,000. You're going to fill that need for the internal client support. Um, and really starting to understand like, what is that client management role and ensuring that you have a, a great delivery experience because you cannot balance that all yourself. And that is a very specialized role that is not your typical VA. And so they've got to have that customer experience background and that attention to detail. And then, especially if you're going to step into selling ultra high end and you want to sell five and six figure programs, I mean, your client delivery has to be impeccable. And so having those kind of important people in place is essential. Then as you grow, you know, you're going to fill that need for an operations person really quick. That's a specialized skill set to make sure that your backend and project management is actually happening. And it's not just happening inside your head, which is the case for a lot of business owners. So there's so many things. And the problem is when you're a CEO and you've grown it and you're, you're at a half a million, you've done it because you've got sheer grit. Like you're willing to do it. You're willing to put yourself out there. You work hard. You care typically about what your, you know, your clients, uh, the results that they get, but you don't know what you don't know. And, you know, I feel like that's one of the biggest ahas for my clients is when they come in, even in the onboarding process, they're blown away. Like, wow, this is why I hired you because I do not have just the client delivery back in built out, not only from their experience, but from management. So, you know, it's so interesting, the journey to seven figures and how, how much more complex it gets uh, behind the scenes. And that's one of the areas that I really strive to help my clients with is how do you support it? Not only from just marketing and lead gen, which I feel like is where a lot of coaching programs focus is you can acquire all you want, but you know, if you acquire too fast, your business will break or your health or your relationships. And so how can you build your business in a sustainable way while still maintaining health and great relationship with your family? And how can you create the infrastructure in the business to handle the capacity of more clients you know, so that you're not burning out and so that they continue to have a great experience and get great results. And you have a real scalable business. Scalability is essential. And quite frankly, most people just aren't built to scale when they're under 600,000. Yet you're just, you're just chugging along, trying to do the best you can. Here's my list. What can I tackle today? You know, what's, you know, the fire that I need to put out. You're not even able to really pull back and work on the business versus in the business all the time. And that's something I help my clients achieve. That's excellent. I love that. And when you're talking about the marketing and that type of thing, let's talk a little bit about how can you build your credibility, especially when you're wanting to do it quickly and attract those high paying clients. How would you suggest that the ladies do ladies and gentlemen do that? Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, part of that, again, is coming back to understanding who is your ideal client, what their pains and desires are. And I will tell you, so many people come to me and they're like, I already know my client's pains and desires, but they really don't. They typically are missing the mark uh, because if, if they weren't, they'd, they'd be getting a lot more clients. And so understanding who this person is and being able to cut through the noise so that you can create that trust and rapport instantly and that high amount of relevancy with the audience. I always tell people, if you have your marketing done right, 
then, then it's going to do the heavy lifting for you. Like 80% of all sales are happening before a conversation takes place, especially when you're high end. And then also keeping in mind that the more, um, the higher in the client and the more educated they are, the more informed they need to be about you before you get to that sales call, especially if you're going to try to close a six figure deal, you know, you don't want to just have a cold person getting on the phone with you. So you need to have that, a big awareness campaign and understand what is the right information that they need to come to that call ready to buy and to, to turn to you and say, you know, even if it's a 75,000, a 50,000, $150,000 program, okay, this, this sounds reasonable. And I promise that when you get the marketing right and you understand what that person needs before they get to that call, then your sales are going to skyrocket and you're going to attract the most amazing clients. You're going to repel the ones that aren't a fit and, uh, and you'll be able to grow your business quickly. I love that. You know, when we, um, I get it all the time from ladies that are in our groups is, when you're talking about attracting the wrong clients, they'll attract these people that, well, they can't afford me, Mm. but I want to help them. And Mm. there is that fine line with, I want to help them. And that's sometimes where I fall because masterpiece women is not set up like a typical business. We're actually, our heartbeat is to really impact the women that are in our community. And many of them are just brand new entrepreneurs. And so we've made it reasonable for everybody, but the ones that are succeeding in our programs are the ones that are doing the work and they're paying the, you know, whole annual fee up front. They're paying the larger amount because they're committed. Talk to me a little bit about what you see in regards to that whole issue of people not wanting to pay and yet having a heart to serve them. Like, how do you balance that? Well, there's a couple questions in there. One, I would would say that I find that the more people pay, the more they pay attention. I mean, look like my client that um, was a corporate attorney, she had people paying 5,000 for her membership and not doing the work. Well, when we repositioned her to sell a $20,000 package, they started doing the work and actually getting big results. So sometimes it's a bit of a catch 22 with pricing, because if they not paying enough to take it seriously, they might not even show up and you're like, I'm trying to help you. Like I'm giving you everything, you know, why aren't you taking advantage of it? And you can't want it more than them. So that's what I would say about pricing is you have to be careful. Um, because with the lower end, you may not get the right clients or you may get the right clients, but they're just not in it because they're, they don't have enough skin in the game. Right. That that's the other thing. And then if your heart is, I really want to make an impact, then you as the coach can become so frustrated because you're pouring your heart and soul into something that people aren't seeing the value for. So that can be a little bit of slippery slope. And, and I just find that that can take the, 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 I don't know, the wind out of some people's wings, right? It's like, cause you want it so bad, you know? And then as far as to your other question, which was, I believe, you know, how do you deal with wanting to help and, and, and having your altruistic nature plus making a living because, you know, you, we got to pay the bills. You got to sell to serve, right? Um, got to pay the bills to keep the lights on. I would say I have a lot of clients who come to me with this, and there's a couple different ways to approach this. One, you can 
offer instead of selling something low end, which is an option, you can sell it, you can sell information, you can also give information away. And that's something that I do. I give away a ridiculous amount of information. Um, You know, I put out 10 minute YouTube videos and write 3000 word newsletters and have 30 page reports. And I give and give and give and give and give and give to educate and inform. And what that means is there's a lot of people who never pay me a dime and they get results. I sometimes have people email me and say, Oh my gosh, your email gave me the, the confidence to triple my prices. Thank you so much. And I'm saying bless them because they'll, they'll probably never buy from me, but what it allows me to do is inform greatly. Those people that are going to pay me a lot of money who I've clearly demonstrated that I understand their problem and I have a solution and I've got social proof to back it up, but now they're going to invest top dollar to have me handhold them through the process and like give them personalized strategy and critique and feedback. So that's one way to tackle it is to think about your, you're giving this for free at the same time, you're building massive amounts of credibility. And there are people who are going to get wins without ever paying you a dime versus trying to get a small fee for them. That's one way. For some people, you can also think about the more that you make, the more you can give back. And this is, I have a couple clients who are really big into these ambitious goals of how much they're donating. And so by, again, giving away your information and selling six-figure deals, you're then able to turn around and write a $10,000 check to your favorite charity. And so there are so many ways that you can give back. You can volunteer, you know, to be on a board for your local nonprofit. And that two hours of strategy that you give them once a month is far more valuable, you know, than even cutting a check for 10 grand. There's so many ways that you don't have to feel like you have to get payment from every person that you're helping. Sometimes there are better and bigger ways for you to give back. You just have to find what works for you. Mm, That's very good. You're speaking to my like listening very intently. (laughs) I think, you know, when you think about growing businesses and really scaling up, oftentimes some of the same mindset that you have to break through to break through to even go into business you have to break through to go to get to that next level. I, I really believe that oftentimes we are our own greatest hindrances by not giving ourselves the value and um, really understanding who we are. And so that's one of the things that I'm very passionate about is that women understand who they are, that they know who they are and um, value themselves because if we don't if we don't see ourselves that way, how do we expect somebody else to see see us that way, right? And yeah, they won't, right? Exactly. We teach our value. We teach people how to treat us. So, and so many people ha- have incredible gifts to share with the world, and they just don't know how to go go about presenting them. You know, Absolutely. and uh, and I agree that you can be your biggest roadblock, right? Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about packaging and marketing. You talk about these packages and tell us a little bit about how do you package something that would say be a hundred K. Now I know there's a lot of different, well, let's look at coaching specifically. Like what are some ideas and models that you've seen that have been successful in packaging the very high end ones, a hundred K the 200 K type of coaching packages. Well, you absolutely, it's a great question. You have to solve a big and urgent problem. The bigger the problem, the more you can charge. 
And, you know, like if you're going to go in and solve a problem for a CEO of a $25 million company, and you can show them the ROI, the value of improving employee engagement and productivity, you know, retention of just one person, one of the top talents that they're losing over and over and over again, the loss, the HR expenses, plus the loss of, of, um, innovation and that, you know, that's just one person. And then they're probably paying them a six figure salary. So there's many different ways you need to go in there and be able to find what is this big urgent problem that you can solve. And it could be related to systems, to strategy, to operations. I've got clients who do organizational design and um, restructuring, right? So there's so many ways that you can go in there and position yourself to sell high value services, but it starts with that urgent problem. Can you solve it? And can you demonstrate that the value is so much higher? I had a client who was specializing in dating and relationship coaching. And, you know, if, if you can go in there and save someone's marriage, is that worth 50,000? Yeah. And you think about the cost of divorcing the United States, you're going to pay six figures to an attorney. You're going to split up your assets, not to mention the emotional turmoil that it's going to cause. Um, You're talking about, in some cases, millions of dollars on the line. Is $50,000 to work on your marriage and help you heal your relationship with your spouse worth it and save you all that? Absolutely. So whether you're marketing to businesses or individuals, there is opportunity to sell high end, but you got to go after a big problem, not an itch, not a scratch, but a bleeding problem. And your solution becomes the tourniquet. And that is how you have to position yourself. If you really want to be successful at selling those ultra high end. Absolutely. So you're going to be selling your cure, the cure to a disease, yes. not a, um, an aspirin to solve the headache that comes because of the disease. You're going to actually cure the disease for them. Right. Because it's not urgent enough, right? If it's just a Tylenol, then that's where, you know, that's akin, a Tylenol is akin to someone saying, I need to lose weight and I'm sold on this piece of exercise, you know, buns of steel, whatever DVD that I'm never going to put in. And, And, you know, it's going to collect dust. So that's the same thing. You need to have that urgent problem and you've got to position yourself to solve it. And it's, it's not just about slapping a high price tag on it either. Like you've got to be able to build the package so that is intrinsically valuable so that there is, that you have intentionally designed it so that it gives them the best chance possible to getting amazing results um, and the results promised. And that's got to be the right mix of, you know, training and education and strategy and mentorship and community and support so that it's designed so that they win. Excellent. And how would you coach a newer coach that maybe doesn't have the executive C-suite mm-hmm. type of background that, Um, we do that would be able to go in and get a high-end client, how would you coach them differently in putting a package together? Well, I'd coach them the same. We just probably would start the pricing lower. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a hundred thousand, but we could start at 10,000, for example. So you would still take your background and your expertise and you would, you know, codify what is your genius. And just depending on who you're going after, we can still position you to sell you know, high end. Um, in some cases, if you have no client results, like you've never coached a client, then we need to get those results. And so we're going to start at a little bit lower price point. 
you know, maybe 3000 or 5,000 just to get your client wins. But, you know, I've had relatively new coaches come into my programs and sell 10 or even 25 K programs. So we're still able to do that. The six figure, you know, it's going to be take a little bit more time because the first thing someone's going to ask you is, you know, what's your results before we can get there. So we have to crawl before we can walk. And it's the same strategy. It's just, you know, meeting you where it makes sense to based on where you're at, what your own confidence is, and also what the market will provide. So for example, there's certain kinds of coaches and I know like this is common for me to be able to get for you. And I know other kinds of coaches, I can go higher. And sometimes that means they decide to go into a different area because they can get more money. And sometimes they say, you know what? I don't care about making that. I just, this is who I want to work with. So I'm willing to take have high end, but not be the ultra, ultra high end. And I'm okay with that. So it's something we walk through, but the strategy is still the same. Excellent. Well, you're just a wealth of knowledge. I'm so (laughs) thankful that you've been on today, Jessica. Thank you. So one of the things, one of our key pillars of Masterpiece Women is all about authenticity. Like, and I love how you've been just so often, so real. And I would love to hear how you have practically applied authenticity has there been like one of those memories you're like oh I remember I was so authentic in this situation and it paid great dividends is there a a application to authenticity that you can think of that you'd like to share with the ladies well I think authenticity for me is about a way of life so it's it's one of my core uh, values and so one of the things that was really important to me is that I become, I embody the coach that I say I am. Right. And, you know, I'm really careful with my mentors because I've certainly hired people and then got in there and saw that their life was a complete wreck, that they didn't take care of themselves. And so uh, for me, it's about showing up, being transparent, sharing my wins, sharing my struggles as well. Um, Really showing them that how to design and have time freedom you know, if I, if I tell them I'm not working 60 hour weeks, I'm not, I'm working, you know, I'm working 25 to 30 hour weeks. I'm showing them how to take care of themselves, how to put family first, all of these things. And so I believe how you show up on a daily basis and embodying that for your clients is a great example of authenticity. And so it's what they say in um, the, the web design world, WYSIWYG, what you see is what you get. And that's how I aim to be with my clients. Like who you see me online, it's that when you get me on the phone, you know, and I'm coaching you, who I am coaching you is who I am when I'm out to dinner with you. It's the same. And that's authenticity. And there's power in that because I feel that people can sense, you know, they can sense if you're being real and, you know, um, it's so important because there can be a lack of integrity in, you know, the online world that you show up. Um, you know, as your best self and you are embodying the principles that you share online. I love that. That's a great answer. And it is. And, you know, what's interesting about just living a life of authenticity, then you don't have to worry about, (laughs) you know, just like integrity, right? You don't ever have to worry about, oh, what did I say? Or what did I do? No, because you're always the same person, same. What you see is what you get. And, um, even in your ideal clients, what I have found is that they're going to be attractive when you look at your avatars, your, your um, people, ideal clients, the ones that are attracted to you, oftentimes they're attracted to you because of who you are. And when you think about 6.9 billion people in the world, 
you've got, there's enough people out there that are going to be attracted to you the way you are, how you are mm -hmm. and being real. And not that we don't need to strive to improve and grow and add, you know, value to others and improve ourselves every day. However, we are great just the way we are and understanding that attracts those people to us. And so I just love that piece of advice in relationship to authenticity. And that's why I'm so passionate about it with our, we have local events every month as well is because I think it's such a valuable trait to have, not just personally, but professionally. And unfortunately, I think oftentimes people teach the opposite. Well, you have to be just like this and show yourself so professional. And yes, obviously you want to be professional. You want to do things with excellence, but be who you are. Because yes. then you're not going to try to have to breach that gap because you pretended to be one thing, but really you're this, you know? Absolutely. We spend our childhood trying to fit in and uh, our entrepreneurial journey trying to stand out. So be true exactly. to who you are. <laughs> exactly. So when you got started in business, mm -hmm. I'm sure you had a great coach back then as well. And Or over the years, what was that one thing that you can think of going back that you would say, you know what, that was probably the most valuable um, piece of advice I ever received. And this is how I applied it. What was that for you? Well, it was definitely owning my worth, you know, and I, like I said, I feel like I'm a confident person. And so I fully relate to anybody who's like, I'm struggling to own my worth because I still went through it, you know, as a confident, accomplished woman. And I remember that when I first started my consulting business, I had a client who kind of gave me the, the, the song and dance, like, Hey, you know, we're just getting started and we want to, we don't have budget, so we can't pay you that much. And I was like, okay, but we'll pay you more. Okay, sure. And I remember that, um, along the way they hired an outside consultant who they turned around and paid thousands of dollars for. And I was like, wait a minute you told me you didn't have any funds. And I remember I hired a coach and these, that's when he said, you know, you teach people your value and you are so valuable. And until you step up and own that and charge accordingly, you're never going to get anywhere in life. And I changed that. I changed how I approached everything. And I made a mantra many, many years ago. I will only work with clients who both see immediately see my value and are both willing and able to pay for it. And that was something I would say over and over and over again for years. And I saw the change in the types of clients that I attracted and, uh, and it changed everything. And so it's a journey and owning your worth. I know we've talked about it throughout, but that is the number one lesson. You know, you're going to have many, many lessons in your business journey, but the number one is step up and own your worth because when you own your worth, you're going to get all other lessons around discernment, around boundaries, all the other lessons will follow, but it starts with saying, this is who I am. This is what I'm worth. This is what I'm willing to, to do. And this is what I'm not going to put up with. That is going to impact every other lesson that, you know, God has for you. I promise. <laughs> Amen, girlfriend. That's so true. Well, you know, it's interesting. Even my husband, who's in a different business, he met with someone, he's just launching this experience and it's, he comes from the production background and he met with a catering um, specialist. And what she said to him, well, they already had the budgets, all this, these numbers, right? She said, charge double, you'll get it filled faster. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, I said, Hmm, 
Have you heard that before? Because it's so true. Because people sometimes it's just a mental thing. Not only are you valuable, whether you're at 200 or 500, but when people see the number is higher and you can actually add the value that you promise. Of course. They see you as a higher commodity and an exclusive exclusivity and they want it. And I, I find that very interesting in our psychological thing, in our thinking patterns. It, it's just true. It's reality. And especially, I'm not sure where you live, Jessica, but down here, we live in South Florida. It's definitely true. San Diego. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Same thing. So you get it. And so, um, when you do charge a lot, they, they just assume, and sometimes it's not the case. I've seen some coaches, I've seen some business people that charge and they're not worth the value. And, um, well, that's why, that's why you got to look for results. You have to look for results. You still have to provide results. So, but it is interesting, the concept. And so they change their model significantly based on just even that feedback of, someone who deals with these high-end clientele, which is their clientele all day long. Now, you, if you charge that, you're not going to get them excited about it. And I thought, right. well, that's very interesting. It's the same, very similar in coaching, very similar in just about any business. So absolutely. It's that perception of value, right? It's why, you know, there are some purse companies that charge $2,000 for a purse and others that charge 200 and others that charge 20 you know, and well, even John Maxwell, you know, he has a passion and change the whole world. And I'll never forget when I went through his certification years ago, he says, never, ever, ever do a program and don't charge for it. Right. Because if you don't charge for it, they will not value it. And I value it. Yeah. And I saw that when I, during COVID, I offered some of the programs just to help people for a few months for free. Just because right. I thought, you know, people are struggling so much. Yeah. I want to help them. Nobody showed up. They registered. I'd have 50 people registered and nobody would show up. I thought, okay, I won't do that again. <laughs> you know, I know. And that's the thing is we have to be careful because you want to help everybody, but you also want to help people that are going to take it seriously and do the work because your goal as a client, as a coach is to, to make an impact, right? You want to, we want people to get results. And so people have to be committed and they need someone to hold them accountable to that commitment because when left to our own devices, you know, we'll revert to bad habits and old habits that keep you stuck for years. You know, there's that whole law of diminishing intent. You know, the longer you wait to take action on the thing that you're supposed to do, the less likely you're going to take it. And that's why we have a lot of entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs go to their grave with a lot of hopes and dreams and woulda, shoulda, when I could, I, if I ever had the chance to, and they never do it. So get a coach, get someone who you resonate with, who's a level up, doesn't have to be the, you know, the guru who's going to help you, you know, walk you down the path to, to living your best and greatest life. Absolutely. I love that. Well, thank you again for being with us today, Jessica. It's been such a blessing to have you. You've been a wealth of knowledge and we will have your contact information down below the podcast. So ladies, if you have interest in getting together with Jessica and picking her brain and seeing if it works for you to coach with her, what have you, whatever that might be, she'll um, be available via her contact information she provides in our links. Thanks, Jessica. So Masterpiece Women, if you have not joined our membership yet, we have a 
We do have a freebie, but only for 30 days. So be sure you check it out and follow us on our Facebook page, Masterpiece Women ORG. We look forward to seeing you very soon and have a wonderful day.